co-host Sean Wisher with my co-host Luke Vargas. How are we today? I'm very good, my friend. Yourself? I'm good. Have you noticed anything different, by the way? There's a new picture behind you. We've changed setups. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the pictures have changed. It's quite funny because obviously the listeners can't see this, but behind you is, I guess it's a picture of like a valley. I think it's the Grand Canyon. Yeah, but when you sit over it, it looks like ears. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know. So, <laughs> so when when you're sat over it, it looks like you've got ears. It's quite funny, but um, or have I, I know it's straight like away. An angel. No, definitely not okay, wings, mate. Enough. Definitely not wings. Mm-hmm. But this is a nice episode, Luke. This is a nice episode. We don't have to catch up on his history because the listeners know he was one of the first guests we've had on the podcast. That is actually quite crazy. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, and now we're what forty. Eight, is this forty-eight. I think this is forty-eight. Yeah, I think so. He's he's nodding his head. And he's clapping. <laughs> so yeah, it must be forty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we have Mason Hines on the video on the podcast. How are you today? Yo, I'm good, boys. How are you? Are you all good? We are all good. good, my friend. All good, good. my it's, friend. It's nice That's having it. someone back on. We don't have to go through anything. We just get asked new questions and the juiciness of it. That's all we <laughs> <need>. <laughs> to be fair, it does. Um, no, it feels good, bro. It feels good to be back. You know, it's been a while since we've done one of these, so exactly. it's feel good. I know. First returning guest. Yeah. Exactly. That is And after the cool. last one, after the last one, I think we were, everyone was shocked because everyone everyone didn't know Mason and everyone kind well, of had these no, no, assumptions. No, no, no. No, yeah, well, people but they knew, knew him, Mason. But not person, you know, not personally. They knew him on the field. Yeah. They didn't know him off the field and from talking to a few people they've they've changed their opinion yeah. of you massively oh, yeah, they've I actually think... said you're a goober <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking they, they said you're a, you're a lovely lad that's what they said i, I appreciate that appreciate that <laughs> you obviously obviously hit some heartstrings going there yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but there's been a lot of stuff happening and a lot of past stuff needs to catch up on since I reckon we start a while ago to mm. your first mayhem event. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because okay, that was your okay. first time going. We want to know what it was like for you and whether yeah, yeah. you would do it again. Yeah. I mean, um, I think I was pleasantly surprised, really. And when we went, obviously, um, met you boys. Um, it was just quite uh, excited to see what the feel was like, really. But I didn't I didn't didn't know what to expect. I didn't know like <laughs> yeah. how the field was gonna be laid out, like how the weekend was gonna run. And like I think I was just presently surprised really. Um, and yeah, definitely go again. I mean the paint was great all weekend. Um and I think just the whole atmosphere to be fair. Yeah. Like, yeah. The whole just surrounding the whole event. I think it was a good, great environment, you know, just to have fun and play paintball really. <laughs> and uh how much you spent in Sainsbury's? When we went now, right? That is a funny story. And to be fair, because like, um, so me, Sean, and Jack, Jack being my friend, that we brought, brought along to Miami, um, we're like, oh yeah, we'll go and get, we'll go and get some booze, you know, for the weekend. Long, long story. So we drive to Sainsbury's, we get there, and I think, bro, it's like we're walking along with the trolley, and you know, when you just walk, you see them. Your videos, mate. Just the arm. I was just like, scraping it all in. Scraping it in, bro. Like that was it. Here with Coronas, and uh, I think like five crates of Corona later, and you know some of the some of the bottles of alcohol, and you know all the snacks and stuff. And all the bar turned out to be, yeah, food turned out to be like a hundred and fifty something pounds later. <laughs> it was like crazy. Was like, oh my god! For one night. <laughs> And then the yeah. worst part was we had to go back and go and get more alcohol on the Saturday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was the even worst part. <laughs> we could we could not we couldn't even fit it by car. Honestly, it's like going around oh, corners right. and Jack was having to have it all on his lap and catching it. And then also how hard it was to find ice. Oh man. You remember that? Yeah. It was impossible. Like, it was impossible to find I ice. I don't know what it is about supermarkets, right? But wherever you go to a different supermarket like that's located across the UK, it's like the stuff, the items that you expect to get in a certain aisle, it's just in an absolute, complete random <laughs> <Yeah>. utter place. 
we had yeah we ended up going to like three different places then we had to ask her and then was it audi or something and then she had to yeah. go out the back to get a bag of ice yeah that was yeah that was just stupid but it was nice having like a relaxed time playing paintball and especially yeah. for you being yeah, how serious you take it yeah i mean but, when you're playing like weekend and week out you know literally just to go somewhere i think Oh, this is literally pure fun. Like, yeah, and, yeah. and not as a sense that I don't enjoy, you know, when I do take it seriously, that's why I enjoy it the most. But just more the the sense of when I first started playing, like when I was like a proper young kid and like going to war cons and stuff like that. Yeah, like the, the pressure just falls off. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, the, the whole weekend is just fun, really, just because of that whole sort of factor of like you don't need to worry about anything and it's just just playing paintball with your mates and just having a load of fun you're just shooting exactly. goobers and wiping hits <laughs> yeah bro literally <laughs> what do you mean wiping hits we don't uh, do yeah, that uh, no, no 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 sorry yeah, no. and it was also um, for the listeners it was Jack's first time wasn't it it was he he loved it bro he still says to me now like he literally says I think like this a lot of the week ago he was like saying that um, Oh, when are the dates out for my own, bro? We need to book it. We need to book it. That's <laughs> it. I told you. I told you. It's always it's always the end of August, isn't it? That's that's mm. when it normally is, like the twenty seventh of August, something like that. That's uh, I think annoying, but well, not annoyingly because <laughs> I was going to say watch I, it. <laughs> I'm going to be enjoying my holiday, but I think mayhem falls when I'm actually not in the country, and I love mayhem. I love just go and also just the fact that we we all had mechs this time, so yeah. we didn't we shot we shot nowhere near as much paint as we we have done before because we weren't just standing at the back of a field just shooting into the air trying to hit someone. We were actually getting up close and personal with people with the mechs, one balling people. So much fun, yeah. like but it, the the best bit was just to see everyone's faces around the campfire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah everyone yeah. was happy all the time there was like there was you it was sean mason jack joe Pete, um myself Jordan. john john um donny there was finchy um and all the devils jordan yeah as well. the devils like yeah the devils they you know we Mate, always bob and that bob and that vinegar <laughs> cider bro oh yeah oh uh, yeah <laughs> hair's falling off around the campfire thinking, no, you're sitting too close to the campfire now nah, mate you're drinking bob cider mate <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what it is yeah you, it's quite funny like if you have a sip of that mate that's it <laughs> you're out for the count what was that that you and jack put on the fire oh beetroot oh beetroot oh yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah roasted yeah, yeah. beetroot Everyone yeah, loves that. This, this Any of you insane. vegans out there, get a get a beetroot on the campfire. This, this is good because Jack opened our eyes to something completely different. Like I would <laughs> never ever roast a beetroot, but it was so good, <laughs> so nice. Uh, but we were eating it like twelve o'clock at night, something <laughs> silly like that. Like, and then just going back to the tents and trying to fall asleep, and it just doesn't work. No, no. I mean, good. for you, for you, it didn't. I mean, let alone when I woke up the next morning and Sean had told me, oh, yeah, did you know Luke was up at four? I was like, bro, you oh, yeah, four o'clock, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was, oh, what a weird morning yeah. that was. Just Luke's woke been up at four, had a shower, walked around, called me eight times. I hadn't answered and just sat outside and just started just pestering random people. <laughs> <laughs> I needed friends, man. It was like I'd actually walked up to, like, the... The um the trade stands twice got a cup of tea twice before anyone else in the camp was awake. I don't know what it was. I just woke up and I was like, "I'm up." Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mason's alarm clock was us podding up, wasn't it? I think <laughs> yeah, so, something like that. Like we're knocking on this tent door and he's just like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> but um, back to CPS. A lot of stuff has happened, Mason. First mm-hmm. of all with Jim and Tom mm. leaving the 15s. Uh-huh. How have you obviously you known that a lot longer than everyone else had. Has that been in the works for a while? Um so I mean to put it into perspective basically the last event um we all sort of got as a collective as a group and everyone sort of 
I mean, in tra- training sessions leading up to the last event, obviously people have spoken about, you know, how big Priority Pro will be, how much everyone needs to commit, you know, can people make certain weekends? And um, basically the, those guys, just for other reasons, couldn't commit and, you know, for Jim, I respect the fact that, um, you know, life just came and he had to, you know, houses and, you know, girlfriends and et cetera, et cetera. You know, they just become priorities and paintball is not one of them, unfortunately. But, you know, even though the boys have left, they've, like, they're still part of a massive family, really. Like, even when yeah. people leave the 15th, everyone's still friendly. And, yeah. you know, whenever we, if we do see people out or outside of paintball, you know, we'll meet up and whatever. Um, but, no, it, it was sort of the end of the season and to be fair I sort of expected you know I, I thought it was going to be a baggers move that sort of said oh yeah we're not playing with 15s next season and then you know obviously Jim's hanging around for coaching with pro which obviously would be massive as well just to have that sort of experience but um, we sort of knew it could sort of be a baggers move where it you know just sort of fits with the lifestyle that they, they want to live at the moment you know which is which is fair enough like to be fair I'm still happy that they're playing playing more like yeah, at the end of, of the day it's just going to make Baggers a stronger team and it's going to give us as 15s maybe like a better look or a better perspective at the field like at a CPPS before you know an NXL or whatnot so yeah Is it shaken up the 15s team a bit? Is someone um, taking over Jim's role? Um, well yeah really I mean obviously Jim had a massive role and really you could say being a parent of the group just because of like his age really and um I wouldn't say, obviously, we've got Clint on the pro squad and obviously he'll probably take a lot of responsibility and, you know, parenting, you could you could say, you know, don't yeah. want to word it like that, but sort of is, um, of the team. But I think it more fall down to everybody, really. Sort of everyone just taking the initiative in the team to um, just improve themselves, better themselves and look at all the perspectives of what the team needs to win and... I think it's just one of those things where it's just going to help each individual on the team grow because we won't have what Jim can bring every time. So, but, you know, we still need to be at that level. So yeah. it's more or less, you know, everyone just steps up their game and steps up like what they're doing from um, on the team and, yeah, just improve themselves, really. Oh, well, at least, it's, yeah, at least you can see it. And is it, has yeah. it been good in training as well? Everyone's fallen into their little slots? Yeah, yeah. So obviously... Um, not many of the pro guys have been down yet, obviously just like traveling you know, um, from down south and stuff just for the odd Sunday. And to be fair, people people like a little bit of a break from paintball. Like, I mean, come come February, March, all the guys will probably be down. But um, the past couple of weeks, it's mainly been the new Mustangs guys, myself and uh, Greeny, who's really been down on the odd weekend. Um, obviously, I'm sure we'll have all our organized team practices when everyone's down, but yeah, everything's feeling fine at the minute it's mainly just getting the new guys really embedded in really okay that is again that's another massive talking point really the whole well what was it five new pickups for the mustangs yeah man should we should we talk about those guys because i mean i mean sure i think all those five pickups been great pickups Mm. really um obviously i think um everyone's sort of taken the realisation that's no disrespect to any of the new guys that have come and joined the Mustangs team, but it's also one of those things where um, I think everybody accepts and, you know, all the other teams who probably look at it at CPPS and Elite um, will probably realise that that Mustang squad is not going to be the same squad that it was last year and it has been for previous years. It's sort of, you know, a whole rebuilding um, project where it was very similar, very, very similar to the fact when I came and joined 15s, when you had five new guys came and joined the team and I think by the third third event, it was all those five guys playing at an event together. So I think we've obviously we've picked all the five people for the right reasons or what we want. We want them to be a part of the team. And um, I think it's more going to come down to just like their attitudes and um, like the whole long game process. You know, we don't look at we never when we pick up a player, uh, unless they're really, really special and talented and have a lot of experience, you know, they're generally a really decent player. We don't ever really look at trying to, you know, just get a short, short-term player project, you could sort of say, where it's, we have him for two seasons, he's probably at the level we want him now. 
But, I mean, we could take a guy who's got way more potential and in four seasons he's going to stick with us for a lot longer. And yeah. he's probably going to be a better player long-term than the other person is. You know, and that was sort of the whole aspect, you know, apart from really Graham. Um, obviously, Lewis Beswick's got some experience playing elite. And, you know, the guys saw for like D1, uh, D1 and D4, 3 sort of thing. Um, um, yeah, sorry. So we got Graham from Attrition. Attrition. Elite. We got Beswick from Warped. Warped. Elite. Yeah. We got. Joe from D1 from Monarchs. Yeah. We got John John from well, D2 Skirmish Army. But to be fair, John John did play his last event. He played his year. last round and shot. With Samurai. Oh, Samurai, yeah, sorry. Yeah, In the lead, yeah. didn't he? And yeah, then we've yeah. got um, Chris, is Chris. it Christian Ball? Yeah, Christian Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bell, that's it. Sorry, from D4. But he's been, I think he played D1 as well, though, didn't he? For Sad. Yeah, I think he played D1 the last event for Sad as well. Yeah. I think I remember watching him. I think I believe yeah, I remember yeah. watching him. Um, and he played pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how like, has like, everyone bonded? Bro, to be fair, like just from being there for the past like few weeks, everyone's everyone's cool, bro. Everyone's on the same page, and the, the atmosphere feels really good, bro. Honestly, um, I only see the team, you know, going from strength to strength really throughout on in the season. I feel like the more um, structure that the year brings, you know, from practices and being around at team meals and, you know, events, etc. Um, I think it, it would just make us feel really, really like part of a family, you know. Everyone's sort of like, to be fair, everyone in the Mustangs and in the pro team is near enough around the same age, you know, within a six- six-year gap besides Clint, right? So, you know, everyone's um, sort of on the same wavelength. No, it's good. I mean, from watching them, from training and watching those five players, they they seem solid. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I say, they've, they've all got massive potential to be really good. It's literally just how they're going to apply themselves in, the, you know, the situation that they're in now. Yeah. Talk, talking about that, what what are your predictions for let's go with for what the top three teams you think you're going to see this year and how do you think the Mustangs will do this year? Um, okay. Um, I think the top three is hard. I think it's really hard. I think, I think you've definitely got a top four with 15s, firm, baggers and attrition. I think those, those will be the top four teams. Yeah. Um, I don't want to specifically put them in any order. No, but um, 15s first. <laughs> in more or less, but, um, I, th- I think that's, that's will be the top, top. I think when those four teams are playing against each other, that's when you'll get your best games. You know, and any other, t- any other team in the league is more than welcome to prove me wrong. But, you know, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, and um, regarding Mustangs, I think, to be fair, bro, I think they're probably the biggest dark horse and purely for the reason, the fact that no one knows what to expect from them. I mean, sure, they've got Guy, Ethan and Rob who have been on the 15s. Um, but I, I generally don't think teams will expect how, how they're going to play, what they're going to be like to play against. You know, it's a completely whole new team, right? And, um, you know, I think the first event will either be, go one or two ways. It'll go really well. Or it will be, you know, middle of the park, mid-table. But I think, you know, Mustangs have got more than the capability to finish in at least the top six. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. You know, and push in to to where you, you know, some of some of the weekends where you have a top team who just has one one bad game right, and they don't make a quarters or a semis or whatnot. And you know, they consistently start level, you know, they can push on to a lot of season series of, you know, maybe in the top four. But I think it's it's more the, the long process is what you're going to see with the Mustangs. I think, you know, this season will be their building year. And I think the year after will be a season where you'll see them truly flourish, you know, by yeah. the end of this, you know. Yeah, so, it's not going to happen overnight, is it? No, no, it, it never does, mate. Like, I've, I've been in their situation. I know exactly what, 
they need to do to get where they want to be. So, you know, it's just reassuring them through the whole process. Like, look, it's, it will come in in time, like, you know, frustrations and emotions are going to make you feel one way, but um, you can't let them frustrations get ahead of you. I think in like stopping the whole process of getting you better where you want to be, where you want to be. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's right. Have they got their own markers? Yeah, yeah. There'll be, obviously, all the guys using Planet Guns at the moment. Uh-huh. Um, and obviously, they'll have their own guns when they get them. Yeah, um, and then... For, the, for when the season to start, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good, that's good. We're talking about 15s, mm-hmm. are you doing DPL this year? No, I don't believe we are. And I think it's purely in the factor in how DPL works throughout a season. Because obviously, they, I don't know if it was last year. Um, or the season before, but it most likely would have been this year. They basically split up the division where they do, like, it's it's split up between two years, like the season is. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but when their season started, obviously, if we went and started, you know, two, two events after they've already started the season, right, when we go to an event, it's it's... it's kind of pointless yeah you're because, not you're you know, not going to be in the you know, and, and, and the whole the whole point of a dpl is the season it's not like an event to event to event right you yeah, know, where yeah. you get your trophies and stuff it's more about the whole the, the big main aim of bit the like whole how, series a bit like how ain's done it the first time round when we just come out yeah, of yeah. yeah 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 exactly, exactly. Uh, okay so you're you're not going to do this season well you're not going to no. finish off their season but in 23 uh, you'll be hoping to jump back onto it yeah, well, look, I, to be fair, right, I, I'm not too sure that you know no. where because 15 is what we aim to. Obviously, I know we'll be playing um, CPPS and NXL this year. So, I mean, one of the, one of, I believe one of the NXL events is at the DPL venue anyway. So I'm sure we'll be making a return there um, within the coming future. Yeah, okay. I think that's the first NXL. Yeah, yeah, the first one. First one. In, in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So on to the next question, which you hit nicely there. <laughs> are you mm. what European events are you playing all three you, you're playing all three are you all three all three bro yeah and then because the UK being one yeah, yeah that's the second event yeah at CPPS at CPPS okay now Luke you mentioned I'll let you take over Luke because I don't know this bit but you can say what you mentioned the other day because I'm not sure oh, about, what? about the, the whole pro um, team the pro, the pro thing yeah um have you any idea what the whole NX because obviously the two the first round and the second round just pro only? Mm-hmm. Have you got any idea why that is? Or um I think uh, no, I I don't have any certain guarantee and you know what the what the exact yeah. reason is, right? You know, all I all I can make is assumptions on um just the whole situation. I think my opinion basically is it's just just COVID really. Like it's yes. it's not where we live in the states, you know. They in within America they can sort out a whole season, but it's literally one country that they're dealing with, and from state yeah. to state, and you know the whole laws and etc. We don't need to get into. But um, I think it's just harder for them to to work within Europe just because of the whole restrictions that we have from country to country. Because some may differ at certain times. I don't think maybe they want to say and make so much commitments and then not be able to avoid them sort of thing. I think maybe we're just doing one division. I'm, I mean, obviously it hurts. It, and it's as much as I'm excited to be playing, you know, and I have the luxury of being able to play. Um, I do feel sorry for the, the lower divisions where they want to still be playing European paintball, but they can't just because I think it's, it's COVID really, bro. Like that, yeah, that's yeah. my honest opinion of it all. It, it would make sense if it was to do with restrictions rather than yeah. something else, purely because yeah. like you said, our, our restrictions are going to be completely different to like maybe Germ- Germany or France's restrictions. Yeah. yeah. Um, that makes sense. I like it. Um, it was just like um, off the top of the head, like we see, obviously everyone's seen it. And it was like pro only. Why is that? Like, obviously, like you said, people want to represent. Yeah. But, it, it, you know, you can represent in different ways. Like, we're, I know I'm going to be there at the UK leg. Yeah, yeah. Whether, it, whether it just be helping teams pod, yeah. pod up. I, I, I think I think the whole weekend will be, you know, just a great vibe anyway. You know, yeah. I'm pretty sure most 
of the UK paintball community will be down just supporting whoever really and all the other divisionals who will be playing there. You know, I'm sure come Sunday and Saturday there'll be quite an atmosphere on the mound. Because I think, isn't it true that the CPPS leg for, is it breakout or D5 or D4 and 3 is still being played alongside the NXL Europe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the other divisions besides, I think, Elite is yeah. will be playing. Um, just obviously the Astro, I'm guessing, will be the main pro field, which yeah. doesn't surprise me. Um, so I think that's that's what their plan is. And I think it's just... It probably works best them doing that rather than um, rather than splitting it apart with yeah. the elite event. You know what I mean? Moving the elite event and playing the pro one, so it feels like to create an atmosphere almost. Yeah, yeah, like no. like a natural tournament. I think it works really well. I mean, I'm buzzing. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, so, what wait. are the dates for it then? Uh, um, you want me to pull them up? Down, yeah, yeah. Have a little look because. I want to see if I can go as well. What do you mean you want to see if you can go as well? You are coming. The yeah, 8th no. till the 10th of July is the events for the CPPS European event. Oh, okay. That's right then. I was going to yeah. say, so I come off holiday the week before that. That's what so I was you're, checking. So you're coming I along. Knew it was July. You're coming along then. Okay. I'll be there. <laughs> so, Mason, <laughs> because you're... Because you're playing all of the NXL Europe events, mm-hmm. didn't at one point that meant that you weren't allowed to play in elites at CPPS? I believe so. With what the what the way the rules were going to work, obviously um, that didn't happen because NXL didn't happen. Yeah, right, because of COVID again. Um, and I think they've sort of probably scrapped it recently, just. Be- I think COVID mainly has messed up a lot of things. I think that's probably the main reason why um, a lot of rules and regulations have changed from like certain leagues and certain divisions. And um, and to be fair to you, it's probably not a bad thing that we're allowed to play elite because I mean, going to events, um, it's just get to provide us with more experience and knowledge. Yeah, in the field, yeah, yeah. You know, so it, it's probably not a bad thing. Um, I get it on why they were considering on doing just you know to try and you know, cap the level, you know, try and let the lower teams come up and, you know, give them more opportunity to win events, you know, which is, you know, completely reasonable. And um, it's it's like the other thing in the fact, you know, that saying, you know, you're a pro at a certain event, you know, um, if you look at any other sport in the world, right, if you, if you reach that top band, you know, it's very exclusive, it's hard to get there. And I think that was mainly the whole other thing about it is like sort of spit and pro in a different category. You know, it's it's harder than you think it is to get to here. Yeah. And, you know, these people shouldn't be playing against like lower divisional players. But I think with all the legislation and how it works out now with COVID, I think it just obviously worked better for, yeah. you know, teams like, I don't know, 15s firm, you know, breakout and all those you know, tons, you know, to play in there. Um, national um, leagues and stuff. So, see, I don't that that <clears throat> sort of comment that you said about um, the lower teams being able to try and come through. Mm. I don't necessarily ag- agree with that. I think mm. as a as a player now, like mm. I would rather play fifteens and firm because I think that's how you get better. You yeah, take, yeah, yeah. You take those players away. And yeah. all right, yeah, great, fine. The lower teams can come up through and maybe get a bit of gratification because they win a tournament. But you're not playing the best in that... Like, you're not playing the best from, like, the UK or, or France or something mm. like that. I, I get why they do it, but I think I personally would rather you guys be there. Yeah. And for me to be like, actually, I want to beat them, not... Like, if you, if you see what I'm saying, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want the challenge. To, you want the challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. not saying that, like, all the other teams aren't a challenge, mm. but why wouldn't you want to play the best? Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. It's like a coward way out if you say you don't want to own it. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's Like, some people don't like training against, like, yourself, Mason, or, or you know... I think, stuff it. Like, get out on the field. If you, if you get your head mm. smashed in figure out a way of stopping it 
Yeah, I mean, if you don't die off the break, Luke, then you can actually play against me. Wow. <laughs> we go down that road, are we? I survived everybody. Let's, let's hit this. Mason, are you are you proud? You proud of Luke <laughs> being a goober and finally getting to a league? <laughs> To be fair, I think I think me and Luke had this conversation like over the phone and um, like a few weeks back. Like, obviously, the whole Monarchs project didn't go in ways that I wanted it to go, and you know, no. but obviously, I've all got my friendships and like that whole group, yeah, yeah. which is you know still another thing. Um, but yeah, like, definitely proud of you know people of like Luke and Joe who really um, just took on the knowledge. Can it We've just like taken on my knowledge really and wanted to um, just better themselves. You know, they're both playing in the league now. That's where they want to be. And, you know, it's like we said to Luke, I'm still around you at the same field and we're still playing, you know, it's more or less the same weekends. Yeah. We're still going to be in the same environment with each other. You know, it's literally just the jersey that's going to split us. Um, and it doesn't anyway. So, yeah, proud definitely. Um, it's more or less now just knuckling down and, you know, keep pushing forward and, you know, more lessons and experiences to come. Man, I can't yeah. wait. I always get excited when you're on the opposite side of the field. Yeah. I'm always there. I'm like, oh, yeah, get to play against him. Get to get my head stoved in. <laughs> but so I'm going to learn. Boy, there's only four of them now. <laughs> easy yeah, kill, boys, easy kill. <laughs> boys, we're playing four on five straight off the break. Don't worry about it. Luke's going to die anyway. So, Mason, were you uh... a bit of a juicy question? With Joe going to 15s, was yeah. there an element of what people were saying in the start with Monarchs being a feeder team? Was there an element of a scouting volume mm. going on? Um, to be or fair, did bro, it just playing when... your hands nicely with Monarchs finishing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so let, let's 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 put this let's put this right. Let's not try and like make this <laughs> something that it's not. Right? Um, um, no, obviously, I think the whole situation just pan, panned out in the right way. Um, it was more or less the fact that um, I'm always scouting when I'm at CPS. I'm always looking for potential little things that we can, um, you know, take into the 15s programme. Because I do, I do generally believe that we have the, the best programme to make the best players. You know, I'm sure everyone in the UK is trying whatever they need to be to be at the top and, you know, that's no disrespect to them. That's that, that's them trying to be, you know, where they want to be, and I respect that. But I don't think anyone has the the sort of knowledge and level of training in a way um, to where the fact that we can take people who you don't, don't expect much to come out of and turn them into like these great players. And I think that's sort of what I see whenever I'm at CPPS and it was sort of just naturally happened with Joe. I saw the potential there with the way that he was playing. And I think the biggest thing was that whenever, um, I think the sort of was a nail on the head for me, obviously when I was coaching you boys, he'd listen within the first point of when you're telling something and you come in, comes in from a point and you say, you can't do that. You need to remember this is here and you can't go around this way. If he's doing there then you need to go the opposite way, et cetera, et cetera. And he, he just do it. And that's all you want, really. When you have players that you want to try and improve and somehow they just keep making the same mistake. And, you know, that's not against anyone. But ideally, you yeah, want you do, players you that can, yeah, you that can that. adapt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because obviously, yeah. I was going to get picked up before Joe, but then I had to tell you I was leaving. <laughs> so you're like, oh, I'll take Joe. Yeah, but we'd have to go into that anyway. Yeah, no, no, for, for, fortunately for Joe, I was ill at the 15s trials. Oh, so yeah. I didn't make it, so obviously, naturally, Joe got picked up. For, so. Fortunately for Mason, he didn't have to let you down easy, did he? Oh, <laughs> oh. I can confirm that is incorrect information. No, that was not. Luke's one, not mine. Um, <laughs> Both. <laughs> Mason, what is your favourite all-time marker? Bro, to be fair, I think it's got to be the fades that we had. That yeah. we had done the CS2 Pro phase, bro. Simplistic, but just, do you know yeah. what I mean? Just, yeah, like really, really fun in love with that marker. Um, I think it's just perfect in every way. It's never let me down. 
And but I think that's what you get when you buy a Planet Eclipse marker. Everyone knows yes. the gist. It, yeah, it is what it is, you know. So um, they're machines. They work. They're efficient. Oh mate. yeah, both of you are Planet Eclipse now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Too um, fair, yeah. I'm not, but I prefer a planet. <laughs> <laughs> so are the colours no. changing? Uh, what do you mean? Is in like the anodizing on your? Yeah, yeah. Like the. The, um, um, the design on the markers is there any word of it being adapted or are you staying the same i'm i'm not too sure i'm not too sure on what we're thinking of doing um i'm sure Ains has got some ideas um hand out on like what's going to go on and you know how it's going to look but i haven't had any inclination no how it's going to be designed i reckon it does sick anyway mm, they do look yeah to, to be fair most of our Markers look pretty good, good to be fair, bro. I can't lie. I reckon the green to silver looks the best, though. Mm. Yeah. You reckon? Green yeah, yeah. To I'm a fan to oh, yeah. I, saw, I saw Jim selling his the other day. And yeah. like, when he pulled it off, I was like, oh, that does look good. Loki really got pretty good. tempted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was sure, like, like, yeah, I might just have to return. <laughs> <laughs> and talk but, about favorite things. Sorry, Luke. No, you carry on. Because it's the one question we've got to ask him. Oh yeah, I like this one. What? Who's the best player in the UK, Mason? Uh, <laughs> um, don't hold back either. Just say you can as say it yourself is. if you want. No, 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 no. It's it's it's, it's, it's so hard to say, mate. Like, to, obviously, I, I boys, I listen to your episodes and I listen to like what other people think, and you know that's fair. Everyone. Because all this is all this is is people's opinions, you know. Yeah, it's not yeah, yeah we know that people are saying, yeah, it's not yeah that's right, that's right. Because the, the other thing is that everyone looks at you know paintball as a game in a very different way. Someone might rate that person because of how he plays, because of that own that own person's ability and how yeah, to play paintball. He might agree with it in the same way, or. Um, Someone might be best pals with someone and think, oh, yeah, my pal's amazing because he shot someone once in practice and, yeah, he's the best player. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, uh, who, who do I generally think is the best in the UK? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I can say. Um, what my honest opinion is, just because do I don't want to... No, no, no. Like, I don't know because... Previous guests you've had on have like answered it just straight out, like saying, um, you know, what their what their honest opinion is. Um, it's it's just hard. It's just hard. And what, <laughs> what, what, it's not. It's not. It's not like um, that. That bush is very wide. That he keeps beating around. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. What about then? Who are you most looking forward to watching this year? Because you're seeing them start to develop. No, no, no. Let, let's 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 finish the other question. Oh, you're right. You're gonna oh, answer. Okay. No, no, no. All right. Let's, let's, let's I'm answer. trying to help let's you answer. out. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. No, no. All right. Okay. Um. So this is my honest opinion. Right. Um. I'd probably say if you were to take any player from last season and say who played the most consistent and who went to every event and played to a to a top level or who was like who was I'd probably say myself you're, you're right I probably would I probably would put myself there but there's many a times when you know I've probably made mistakes or um you know I don't want to say that now and then people come to me it's going to be a slow within a few weeks later and say oh Cocky, cocky geezer. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? And then I'll play my first point and get gogged off the brain. Like, no, guys, what, what, what? There is no ego in this at all. Like, Mason, yeah, yeah no ego. Yeah, he's yeah, no, just no, put yeah. work in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's literally what I say. Like, that's probably another part of it. I don't think you could probably name a single person in the UK that probably trains to the level that I do, or probably wants it as bad as I do. You know. Everyone who knows me in Paintball knows that I want to try and make a career out of it. You know, I want to be in certain places where people probably haven't even considered. Um, but, you know, there's many other players that are still rate massively in the UK, you know, that absolutely in a, in a game could probably get beat me in a gunfight or snap me out or, 
you know, whatever it be, or on the day, probably could have a better event. You know, say Southfield has a really strong snake side, and absolutely, you could probably say that Greeny or Louis, you know, was probably the MVP of that event. But I think, yeah, if you took any player last season and, you know, you wanted a strong, like, back player, or just, just anywhere, really, just someone who can play paintball everywhere on the field, I, I generally don't believe that anyone can do it the same way I can. That's just, I rate that's that answer. Yeah, I rate, yeah, that, I'll rate that answer. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair yeah. That is good. That is good. Yeah, I, I can confirm he puts a hell of a lot of work in. <laughs> yeah, like, this is what I mean. I don't want this just to be the no, way no, no, I it's, turn it's, it's... three weeks later and everyone's like giving me crap over this. Like, I generally don't want it to be like that. That's my honest opinion. I think there's generally a load of brilliant players in the UK. But yeah, don't worry, that's, don't worry that's Mason. If someone comes at you, I got your back. I got your back, oh, brother. Right, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> what are we getting into, Sean? I've got just... another little prediction that I want mm. from Mason, and then his favourite as well. With the NXL USA, we're going here. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. First okay. event. Who do you think's taking it? And at the minute. Who is your favourite team or the team you most look forward to watching, that sort of stuff? Um, fair, my opinion probably changed there with them last year, um, just on the way teams have been playing out really out in the season. Um, so obviously, I do watch all the events out there. I do watch all the, get all the games when I can. Um, first event, it's hard. I think, I think Dynasty will be up there, bro, honestly. I think they're playing Stella at the minute. I think picking up Archie will just only make them stronger. I'm sure I think they've picked up like another guy, like a young guy um, who's going to be playing for them. But I think Dynasty will be a team to watch. Mm. Um, probably say he again. And I don't know really. I don't know. I think the first one's so hard to like call. Because like the, the a few seasons ago when Ironman won, I don't think anyone expected Ironman to win. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't think you. I don't think you even had like um, X Factor Heat impact on anyone in the finals, and it was like no one expected that. So I think the first event's always like so hard to call. I think it's probably just easy to say Dynasty because they came off winning at World Cup. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, and obviously Gail and Archie just made them so much of a more solid squad. The, so, the, the weird thing with Dynasty is they look gritty again. Bro, tell me about it. Mate, like, like fam, just fam, like I, another I, Fragy, level. Fragy, bro, was playing out of his mind yeah. in Chicago, bro. And like, you've got to remember that like, the dude's old. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you know what I mean? For, 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 for a paintball age, like, the dude is old and he's still smashing people. Mate, like, the, I just. The whole age of Dynasty, though, like mm. Greenspan. Uh, Yosh Rao, like Blake Yarber, all those guys are probably some of the oldest in the league. Yeah, easily, yeah. and they're out teaching kids lessons. Yeah, but I think it's literally just the way they look at the game, really. Yeah, I think that that's probably what separates them the most. You know, the way they can break down a field and do like I've had days where you know I've been there on those Ryan and Marcelo clinics down at CPS when he's done there and like. They're breaking down stuff that, yeah, 90% of people, 95% of people don't look at, mm. you know. So I think, okay. they'll be, I think they'll be up there for the you know, top at least. Okay, yeah. what's your opinion on this, uh, the new Latina Saints? <sighs> I think it'll be hard, bro. I can't lie. Thank you. <laughs> do you, think, hard, do you think A-Rod and Mouse have made... The wrong move. No, uh, well, no, you can't. You can't I don't, uh, to be fair, Brian, I watched that ped- podcast that um, Mouse did with the mm-hmm. HK Army guy, and like just talking about how like he felt too comfortable where he is and um, wanted a new challenge, and like he was saying like how he spoke to Oliver about the same sort of situation when Oliver went to Ironman from Dynasty, yeah. and like you sort of understood it in the fact that he said that um, he just wanted a new challenge, felt too comfortable at impact. And, you know, obviously he's getting paid, bro. That's yeah, clearly yeah. evident that yeah. he's getting like, a decent, decent money from them, um, which is fair enough. Like, 
if someone's offering you, I don't know, so many thousand to five paintball, bro, you're not going to say no. Yeah, um, exactly. But uh, if I'm in all honesty, I don't think those players all can make a team like that, just go out and, you know. I mean, yeah, they could probably make a Sunday. Yeah. But they're not, they're not going to be winning events. Let's just put the, you know, as much as Mouse is a great player, you know, and A-Rod and... Uh, to be fair, that Corey Hall is pretty, pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, I really but have Corey But uh, I, I don't think... For me, Mouse is not like a J-Rab or a Malloy or, you know, like a Greenspan or... You know, sure, he can probably win you a few good points, but he's not going to win you a season. <clears throat> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. No, yeah. I... It's... Like, obviously, I think what it is is it shocked a lot of people that they've just kind of come out of the blue... Yeah, yeah. Picked up some big names, yeah. And like you said, it could it could all just be absolute hype. They will turn up, get beaten up. I don't. I don't think they'll get beaten up. I think they'll they'll take. You know, with your, with the likes of people like um, like uh, uh, level. Yeah, yeah. BMG, okay, yeah. Teams like, so, teams like that. Yeah, the lower like, end. Of yeah, they can. They. I think you'll, you'll probably see them being teams like that, but. Within your, your top end road, it's gonna. I'm gonna see it hard for them to beat teams in like semis and quarters. You know, it's got to probably have like a ridiculous strong snake side where Mouse is getting like two kills, like like a point, two kills and a trade out or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's that's probably where you have an event where Mouse probably can win you. Yeah, like a, a semi final game. They need a nice layout to drop right yeah, in their hands. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably say that they probably need a really nice layout to get a nice decent event in. Yeah, that's what I would say. Funnily enough, when is the first NXL event? I can't actually remember. March. Ever... March. Is it March? Yeah, it's March. So they should... Don't they release the layout four weeks? Two weeks. Prior? Oh, is it two, two weeks, weeks, is it? US is, it... is two weeks. Europe, yeah. Europe is four. Ah, that's where it was. I was getting confused. Ooh, I was so interested in seeing what the first <laughs> layout is. I can't yes. wait. To, I, I honestly cannot wait to watch paintball again. I know that sounds really sad, but I just can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've even got Charlotte on the hype now. She says she can't wait to watch paintball. Wow. Oh, good, thing you wife, good, good thing you wiped her up, bro. I know, exactly. On I, hero. <laughs> Before we get on to the true or false questions, let's, let's go off paintball a bit and let's go on yeah. to your second favourite sport, Mason. Okay, okay, okay. Bit of, no, F, bit of F1. Oh come on, boys! What's, what's <laughs> that, what, what is happening this season, mate? Boys, who's going to be interesting up, and who's getting? Well, like, you know, we all know it. We all know it depends on the car, bro. Like, yeah. Whoever's got the best car, yeah. yeah. Or you know, besides, I'd, I'd probably say besides Max, really, or Lewis. If you without them two, it sort of depends on the car. Yeah. Um. You know, there's words of Ferrari that could be really quick with the amount of like money and investment they've put into like the new car because obviously the rule changes. So yeah. all the cars are aerodynamics are coming from underneath the car, not from like the front wings, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, to try and reduce them out of a dirty air that cars fall off closer, etc. etc. Et if you don't know about it, just go and watch a video on it. It's pretty self explanatory. <laughs> educate um, yourself. Yeah, yeah, just educate yourself, mate. Um but now, nah, bro, bro, I'm excited. I would do love th- a bit of F1. What do you think? How do you think Russell will fare? But, uh, uh, it depends. It depends, bro. We don't even know if Lewis is coming back yet. That's true. Didn't he say? Is, didn't he say that he was doing this season? Yeah, bro, he was doing it, but it's, we've had no like confirmation because of how Abu Dhabi panned out and the whole invest- investigation to how the race panned out and stuff like. Um, but. I'm pretty sure nothing's confirmed yet. And from what I've seen on interviews with you know, news conferences and stuff like that, and um, people have said the later it goes on, the worse it could be apparently. Ooh, that will be. Who who would you? Th- so if say hypothetically Lewis didn't come back, who do you think would actually fill that role? Uh, I don't know who would fill it. Whether that be like they were a reserve, reserve driver or like um, one of like the. You know the electric cars, Formula E cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah Whether yeah. one of their drivers got in it, I don't know. But if it was me and I was Mercedes, bro, I'd be signing up Gasly, mate. 
Yes. Yeah, <laughs> signing up the gas, man. <laughs> Some of these younger drivers are coming through, mate. They're I'm telling you, insane. bro, Gasly is underrated, bro. He was, yeah, he performed all season. Mate, I'm telling you. Gasly is the man. What about what about Norris? What do you think? How do you think he's gonna do? Mate, you can't knock a bit of Nando, fam. Everyone I know. loves a bit of Lando. Lando, oh, honestly, he's my favourite play- uh, player. player. <laughs> Too much paintball in my life. <laughs> definitely my favourite driver. I, I just think he's meant. Honestly, watching like everyone watch his interviews. He's watching everything. your streams and stuff, bro. His interviews and his streams, bro, mate. He's yeah. just a funny guy, mate. I think you everyone watch him on YouTube. Yeah, 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 mate. yeah he's but, good mate, the, one of the funniest ones was when he was shaving his head, bro, like live on stream. Fam. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well then, I think it's time. Well, no, hang on. Let's no? let's oh. do, let's do, um, oh, let's just do a bit we? of quick fire questions from some of the listeners. Um, okay, so Tommy Webb has asked a few. We Ooh. we hit on one already, which was mm. the favorite planet marker. But one from Tommy Webb is one pro tip that you do that you could pass on to um, any other player? Like, what what do you do? It could be anything from, um, I don't know, putting tape around your socks just to keep the water out or something like that. What what do mm-hmm. you... Um, socks over the shoes. Uh, that, that, was, that was one thing at the time. I did do that. That was a little yeah. bit of a poor thing. Um, but I'm, there's better ones. There's some better ones. Um, to be fair, like, for, for me personally, if I'd be saying to anyone to try and get better at paintball, it was literally probably what I said in the last podcast and, like, just go and watch pro, pro players go and play paintball. You want to watch, like, how to get better, go and watch videos and implement it in yourself. Like, that's what, that's what I did when I was a really young kid, realising what level I needed to be at how to snap shoot, what people do, how pro players conduct themselves to make themselves like the players that they are. You know, just watching, I don't know, three points of Federer playing in the semi-finals yeah. and seeing what he's doing on a field layout, how he's got to a certain spot, what he did in a certain situation when he was when he was two bodies down and he had to pull something out of the bag. What did they do? You know, how did they break it open? Did, was they the aggressive? Was they defensive? Did they bait them out? They try and shoot them first. Um, and yeah, I think that's probably me. That's why I'd say my biggest tip would be just go and watch pro play and ballers play videos. Don't try on YouTube. Go and watch practice. You've like, and there's loads of videos of X Factor practices. You know, you yeah, want to yeah. go and watch an amazing player. Go and watch videos on that. Literally, like 15 minutes, and it can show you so many tips. Just going and doing it. Like, there's probably the virtual the virtual video from years back where Fedorov and other heat players won in like three on five, right? And I watched this tip of where Fedorov shot the side of the bunker and then he comes out at a different angle because he people people believe when they're playing against him when he shot this one side of the bunker, that's where they're going to come out at. And then he's just come out and bang, it's just shot him in the face. Like just some simple things like that. You you probably would never think to do something like that. And then you do it and it works. You're like, oh my God, how far? cool was that yeah (laughs) and how simple as well in a way yeah yeah exactly exactly like things you would never even think you know literally go and watch the russians play i think that's that's generally my biggest fit i've probably watched more videos of malign Fedorov more and more than anyone nice i like it there you go that's what i'd probably say that's mason's pro tip yeah man (laughs) do you want to ask the next one sean I haven't got them on my phone. Oh, I sent them to you, man. Oh, goober, mate. You absolute goober, bro. I know, I know. Right, okay. There's there's quite... um, There's a weird question from Matty G13. I don't know who that guy is. So apologies if I don't know who you are. Um, oh, I know. I, I should sort it out, really, shouldn't I? Um, okay, so this one's kind of a bit of a weird question that he asked. He said, with the, with the increases in price... Uh, in, sorry, with the increase in prices of many commodities, are we hitting another paintball recession? 
Oh, that is that is no idea. That's a nutty question. Mate, that is a nutty. That, that is that is not a question for someone like me, mate. I, that, is a, that is a question mate, for like someone like Ains, isn't it? You really? try and ask me a question on when a fifteens practice is, and I'll be like, I don't know, mate. <laughs> or, or oh, who are you playing next? I don't know, mate. Like <laughs> that is that is that sort of question is not not something that you ask me. Um, <laughs> I think if anything. Um, if you're realising that there's a paintball recession and something's getting expensive, maybe take some initiative and try and do something about it that you can. Okay. Um, paintball's a small community, bro. I think there's a lot of people doing too much moaning and you could probably, if every single person who played paintball just took the initiative to do one one little thing in themselves, paintball would probably be a, a lot a lot better. Yeah. Um, I think that, that's why I would say I see too many people moaning about stuff. I think if you well, why don't you go and do something about it? At the end of the day, you've entered this world. Yeah, you've entered this this sport that we all love. So yeah, yeah, yeah literally, you, you know it's like, going to cost money. It's like what I said to you this one time, like um, for the people on the podcast. Me and, oh, me and Luke had this conversation a while back of when basically everyone who's played paintball has been in this moment. You've gone out, gone out with your mates, you're having a great time. And you see someone you know, bro, and then you come up with like, oh, yeah, yeah. I know, you, you, you're playing paintball. And you're like, oh, yeah, I remember when I played paintball, bro. Oh, have you got a sniper? Yeah, yeah, i got a sniper. Well, bro, trust me, i got I got Top Gun one time. Do you know how sick I am at paintball? <laughs> and you just think, bro, shut up, and you just start walking away from Because <laughs> there is so many people in the UK that I've realised, like, especially when I've been out on like, nights out or just out on social anyway, um, they just don't understand paintball. They yeah. don't have the knowledge of what it really is and what um, what tournament paintball is. You know, you say something to like them, I never knew that was a thing. And like this was a be an amazing thing where you think um, if so many more younger people play paintball, there's no real like grassroots. Sure, like there's teams where they want to do like young guns days or like you yeah. have a team like like sad let's say i think sad's probably one of those teams that probably has like more younger kids coming through just because it's like a, a well-known club um you could say but i don't think where you've got actual like a grassroots system to try and bring in young kids like year on and year out yeah yeah, yeah. You know, to where you you have a constant growth of people playing paintball and it's just so hard to try and do that when there's just so much of this lack of education to people where they probably don't want to try something because they don't know anything about it. No, I get it. So, all right, okay. So off the back of that then, what do you think, like, as a community, as a collective, what do you think we, as as a community, should try to do to try and boost numbers in paintball? Right, I can't like, say this enough. I can't say this enough, right? Everyone has been on their, everyone probably today, right, when this podcast goes out, has probably been on their phone for about three or few, three or four hours today, right? You probably could have shared something, you know, social media, right? It's probably one of the biggest tools that has ever been invented to like, yep. try and grow something, you know, look at how many businesses of models grow just through social media. Um, if literally everyone in Paintball just did like, the odd little thing to try and make paintball more aware within like just their friends or I'm sure people probably are right and paint, paintballs are not everyone's thing but I think there's probably a lot more people could probably do to try and entice people playing to just get involved really that's cool I like um I obviously you hit on sad being an academy and the fact that they're bringing in some younger players which is brilliant mm. but also CPPS um, Ains has done a open training day just for new players, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. hopefully, fingers crossed, that bring in some. But that's what I mean. Like, new faces. How, how many people who probably played at CPPS actually shared that post? Like, let's, let's, let's say roughly, I'd, we could probably pull up the exact number now, but let's, let's just say, on average, you what, probably got 50 to so how many likes, even if it did get that, it might not even yeah. have that many shares, right? If and I'm I am positive that what on a weekend, let's say a tournament weekend at CPPS, how many people would you expect on a normal tournament day? Like on a Sunday, all divisions, uh, all divisions, all divisions, D4 to elite. I'd say 
Mm, roughly 500 people. I reckon yeah. maybe roughly. give or take. There's quite a lot of people there, yeah. including vendors and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But imagine everyone, everyone who there just shares that post, right? How many people see it then afterwards? Yeah. For, yeah. for context, what you're doing, I've got it up in front of me. It's yeah. at 21 shares, right? However, 168 people have liked it. Yeah. So 100, 100 and what, 146 people yeah, yeah, yeah. have shared it. Okay, yeah, so exactly. there you go exactly. then. So for all the people that have obviously liked it, share it. I'm going to share mm-hmm. it right now. Boom, shared. I know I know. we shared it on our socials. Um, I'm not sure whether I did it on my personal. Ooh. If I haven't, I will do it. Um, but that's a challenge for all the listeners. I think, I think it's one of them, just for everyone who's listening now. I think yeah. it's more or less like if you generally love paintball and you want paintball to be somewhere, like you see like these massive global sports, like maybe just think, what can I do a little bit more to maybe help paintball get to where I want it to be. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure everyone would, in paintball would love to be you know, on the platform or something like football, rugby, you know, basketball, something like that. We, I think we all would love to be like that, but it's not. So what can we no. do to get it? What can we do to get it there? That, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is good, actually. No, I like, I like how, no, I like how you said that. How people are on their phone for that long. And yeah. for me then, it took me 10 seconds, type in CPS on Facebook, find Fun. it find the link and share it exactly everyone listens to this right now you have to do it right now yeah otherwise you're all goobers yeah well most most (laughs) you are anyway but (laughs) (laughs) but anyway let's hit this true or false mace yeah let's go let's go you did the snail question last didn't you yeah 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 Yeah. yeah, and then and now we're on to the true or false yeah matt matt completely stopped the snail question talk about him (laughs) yeah (laughs) so Remember, white paintball at your head. Not a single thing would be paintball related. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. Repeat that again, sorry. Huh? Repeat that again, sorry. So take paintball out of your head right now. Yes, okay. Paintball True will not false help you. General knowledge. Okay. Luke, you keeping score? I, I will be the score. So, Mason, the Atlantic Ocean is the largest ocean on the planet. True or False. False. Correct. One for one. Can you give me the, the right it's answer? Yeah. I you. Right. Sharks are mammals. True or false? True. It's false. They're actually uh, classed as fish. Uh, yeah. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 No, that's cool. It's interesting though. Come learning. <laughs> right. A place called Ton Sap. Is located in Vietnam. True or false? True. <laughs> it's, it's false. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mate, that's one of those where you just think, what? And then you think, nah, send it. Yeah, you, you just take a random <laughs> shot in the dark with that one. Yeah, yeah. The study of stars is called astronomy. True. It's true. Yeah. Two for four. Human skeleton consists of 205 bones oh i don't know <laughs> yeah true it's false it's 206 uh, <laughs> uh carnivals are animal eaters carnivores yeah say? like yeah. I thought you said like carnivores. Yeah, I thought you said like carnivores, as in like the yeah. the no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, our, our yeah, 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 no, true, 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 true. Okay, true. That is correct. That's three for six. Venice is an Italian city known for its canals. True. True. Mars is the closest planet to the sun. No, false. False. I don't actually know. Oh wait. Yeah, that's that's it's false. Mercury. 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 Yeah, Mercury. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mr. Spaceman. Saturn <laughs> is the largest planet in the solar system. Did you say Saturn? Yeah. Nah, false. What is it? Jupiter. Oh, all right. Staying off these. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's um. Sorry, five for eight. <laughs> 
All right, you want another? You want another space one? I give you another space one. You cannot yeah, cry in space. Mm-hmm. True or false? True. Okay, yes, yeah, true. Why, <laughs> why can't you cry in space? Ah, uh, very. It's something to do with like some mad complexity and like <laughs> how water and something in air in space. Something I don't know. That's I don't know why you, you just I can't think, do it. I think I've I've read a like I'd say read watched a YouTube video about that, but. I'm going to do some research. Here we go, right then. Last question. Last question, yeah. Mm. Henry VIII had Mm. four wives. False. How many did he have? I thought it was something like five or six. I thought six. Yeah. Yeah. False is correct. Yeah. So that was seven for 10. Seven for 10. Right then, Mason. Let's see. Seven for 10 puts you in a joint third place. That's all right. That's not too bad. That's not, that's not bad. Well, that's podium. Yeah. It's a joint third. And then above you, you got Ains. Yeah. Leds, Mark, Paul, Jamie, and Tommy Webb. It's annoying because everyone kind of gets the same answers. You almost need like a 20 out of 20 yeah, question yeah, yeah. thing. But yeah, yeah, no, that's fair enough. Listen, that's mid table. We'll take a mid table. No, that's all right, mate. I, I don't mind, mate. We'll take a mid table. But we've hit the end of our recording session. Ah, oh, is, it, is it that time already? <laughs> is it is that, that time, time already? already? <laughs> I'm sorry. It is that Mason, Mason, do you know what? Funny enough, earlier, Mason said that we need to do longer episodes. Yeah. But no, Sean's no, it wouldn't be. No, it oh, no, sorry. It wasn't else. you. It was, it was, it was Ethan. I think it's yeah, Ethan. Yeah, yeah, Ethan yeah. said that we needed to do longer episodes. All right. Well, we'll get Ethan on for three hours. <laughs> just sit there in silence just staring at each other you bring the topics <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh funny but do you have anything to say before we do go Mason nah you just squared up nah to be fair all I'll all probably say is that's just like thank you thank you for having me on boys like no you know, appreciate it coming you, on. you know just what we were saying about doing something for people you know you boys have you know, made this established podcast and, you know, doing your What's bit, spreading a bit of love, spreading a bit of community. Do like you know it. what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, do, I do rate what you're doing, boys. And, um, ah, cheers. I, I, I hope all the best for the future. Um, but yeah, that's basically like it. it. Shooting any paint this year, go and shoot GI if you want any guns, kind of eclipse, jerseys, jerseys. Yes. Literally, you know, both of you are like, yeah. Because you do, you got the exact same deals, didn't you? <laughs> well, we don't have Jersey Clinic, but we no, have but, a clips. Yeah, exactly. We have a clips. So, um, just before we finish, where can everyone find you on socials? You still got the TikTok going? Yeah, bro. Still got the TikTok going. Obviously, I've been a little bit quiet at the minute, but you know, yeah. now we're playing again, getting a bit more content. I should be back rolling again soon. So, should be coming with like weekly videos. You know, so Wicked. for anyone who wants to know, um. Instagram, Mason.Hines03, all the all it's all on there. If you want to go and follow it, feel free. Um but yeah, links are in thanks the bio. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, literally. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me on, boys. I yeah. appreciate it. Cheers, mate. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, man. We'll see you later see you on. Soon. Yeah, man.